Welcome to day three of our Easter Reflections. And if you've got a Bible, turn with me to Mark chapter 11. We just want to take some time, uh, whatever time of day it is for you, just to slow down and to take a pause. We'd encourage you to just find yourself a comfortable chair, just sit down. Let's just invite the Spirit of God to come and just to minister to us as we reflect on the events of this Holy Week. So Father, we ask that you would come by your Holy Spirit. Come and still and quiet our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Pour out your presence upon us and bring us your peace. Mark chapter 11, starting in verse 20, says this, In the morning as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. It's now Tuesday morning of Easter week, and as they pass it, the disciples point out the now poor, withered fig tree that Jesus had cursed the day before, and Jesus takes it as an opportunity to teach them. Have faith in God, he says. And then he goes further and he says, if you only have faith, you can throw even the mountains into the sea. Now, if the disciples have ears to hear, they'd see that Jesus is talking about more than you know, mere magical powers that can curse trees and crumble mountains. Clearly, he's talking about far bigger realities. Maybe like the faith we all have to heal the sick in the midst of this current crisis, or to pray for our cities and our nation and our world in the certain hope of seeing God's kingdom come. But do you see how Jesus ends his lesson on mountain shifting by saying, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. And in here is this reminder to us all that choosing not to forgive looms as a bigger obstacle to answered prayer than a mountain. We're all facing great challenges to our faith right now, and all of us, no doubt, are wanting to throw this mountain of pain and uncertainty and fear that we're all dealing with into the sea. But before we can do that, have I remembered Jesus' simple reminder about forgiveness? Is there anyone in my life that I'm holding something against? Let's just take a moment to ask the Spirit of God to come. And as we take a pause, let's ask him to bring anyone to mind. And if there is, before we get down to the business of breaking down COVID-sized mountains, can we find it in our hearts to forgive them? as we have been forgiven by our Father in heaven. So Spirit of God, will you come? Will you settle our hearts and minds and in your goodness and your grace, gently bring to mind anyone we're holding something against? Now just quietly allow the Spirit of God to minister to you as you sit in God's presence.
This crisis we're all facing has shifted all of our perspectives. It's certainly shifted mine. And I find myself again and again being prompted by the Holy Spirit to forgive old grievances and to let go of past hurts. And sometimes that's easier with some people than it is with others. I find it hard sometimes to forgive. But whether I do this well or whether I do it badly, whether I find it easy or whether I find it a challenge, the invitation from Jesus remains. When you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. And so, if I feel it or not, almost if I want to or not, I try as best I can to just forgive. And so, with another day behind them, Jesus and his disciples begin to head back to Bethany. They stop on the Mount of Olives to rest. It gives them a wonderful view of Jerusalem as the sun begins to set behind it in the west. The disciples marvel at the size and the grandeur of all of the impressive buildings, but Jesus tells them that a day is soon coming when not a single stone will be left upon another. He goes on to explain that his followers will experience great difficulties before the fulfilment of the kingdom. But their task is to remain vigilant and persist in faith. Tuesday is now done, but Friday is coming, and Jesus knows exactly what's coming. And that through the brutality and the pain and the suffering that he must inevitably endure, every man, woman and child will be fully and finally free. Mm -hmm.